Hello, my name is Jesse, and I am joined here by my bearded friend Alex. Uh, What's both up? Avid How's it going? Gamers. <laughs> you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Alex? Yeah, so I mean, as you mentioned, I've I, I'm bearded. I just kind of grew a beard uh, during, during during this pandemic, but that's also another reason why we started this podcast. Um, you know, mm-hmm. kind of give us kind of a, kind of an outlet on things to do and kind of stay busy during it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much um, like the short story short on why the podcast has pretty much started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, I know we're later on we're gonna get into like our game, all, oh, yeah. all, all that kind of stuff. But um, I do I do game quite avidly. I have all th- like probably every sort of game system you can imagine. I have a Switch, PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox, PC. Um, I've I've pro- have a 3DS somewhere in my in my house. I haven't played that in a while. But somewhere. somewhere <laughs> um, yeah, so I do I do enjoy gaming, and uh, that's why I'm I'm excited to start this podcast and see where it goes. Yeah, it'll be exciting to kind of have each other to bounce off uh, our thoughts and feelings towards uh, video games, as I'm sure our friends and family are quite tired of hearing us ramble on to them. Uh, yeah. So what kind of introduced me to to the world of video game was going over to uh, my aunt's house every single summer. I would sit on my cousin's floor. He was a couple of years older to me. So as a younger kid, he was pretty much a god to me. I wanted to be him. I would watch him. Uh, boot up his PlayStation 2 and uh, start playing this video game where he would just drive around a city, uh, stealing vehicles, just running over people, and uh, a corpse would appear from his trunk as he was trying to deliver this to the objective, and that game was Grand Theft Auto 3, and it just kind of introduced me to a world that I had not experienced yet up until then. So from there, I kind of harassed my friends and family into getting me a PlayStation 2 in 2002, which came with Ratchet and Clank and WWE Shut Your Mouth. And since then, I've just been kind of all in on video games. What kind of, uh, what brought you to this fantastic world of video games? Uh, that's such a great story. What a, what a way to get, in, what a way to get yeah. introduced to the video game world. GTA, like. Yeah, it definitely, um, r- right off the bat, yeah. Mine's kind of a bit more tame than that. I, I wasn't I wasn't really a gamer the whole time, but I know when I went over to my babysitters a couple of times, uh, they had uh, the Super Nintendo with Duck Hunt and Super Mario. So it, uh, a game I've ever played, kind of got introduced into that. Um, and then I remember one Christmas, my parents ended up getting an, an, an N64 um, mm-hmm. with Pokemon Snap and Mario 64. And then from there, oh, kind of, they did like like I have I, have, I, have, I had some really good memories of the N64, that and the GameCube. But like I've pretty much shaped, shaped, shaped my childhood as obviously as I got older I upgraded but those like I have so many good memories that I'll share later but um I kind of got introduced that way through my babysitter even though like she just kind of like put the console up okay play stay busy so <laughs> it's pretty easy job for her <laughs> yeah <laughs> console, and I was pretty much there bucks. all day so yeah so that's- I definitely think the GameCube is, is a console that nobody seems to hate every there wasn't a lot uh, many games for it that were really memorable aside from like Wind Waker, but it's a console that nobody really hates on. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, I mean, obviously we're gonna talk about more of that later in the podcast. But the mm-hmm. game, like the GameCube, I think was a very good console. Like I think personally, um, like you said, there wasn't very many games for it, but that was the only console I had. So every game that came out for it, I pretty much owned because obviously I had no other gaming outlet. So um I've, I've 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 played games that probably should, should have been played on playstation and xbox on the gamecube and i've had no issues with it so when people say 
you know, like I, I think that's why I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of like not into the console wars because I'm like it doesn't matter where you play as long as you, you have fun. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like game like, game is about just making memories with your friends and having fun. So I mean, I'm well, not, exactly. I, I, and really... I know like there's a newer generation now that like, the, the, their con their, their first console is probably the Switch or the Series X or even the PS5, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah, but, that makes us feel pretty old, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling ancient right now. I can come back <laughs> again to speak, but like personally, the GameCube was my kind of switch. Whatever you also play on Xbox and PlayStation, I was kind of just sitting on GameCube, no online functions. I remember <laughs> I was having difficulty with a game. Uh, I think it was True Crime New York on GameCube, oh, yeah. and um, which which is very similar to GTA, except it was more a cop based. So you were a cop, an undercover cop, and you were getting into like all it was, it was really good, but. I remember I was having trouble, and instead of talking to my friends online, I had to call my friend. Like, hey, what do I do? Like, oh, this is people. a for, such a foreign concept <laughs> to me now. That's so, so ancient now. Yeah, so my my gaming experience was. Uh, I like, I'm glad I had. I'm glad I grew up that way instead of uh, mm-hmm. so. having the, the cheat book or like the overwhelming amount of pages of just x's and squares to remember cheats for with lives yeah and exactly and, and i think like, <laughs> that's, I, the, the, that's kind of the way i game now too like I, obviously I, like every now and then i look up a thing if i'm really really stuck but i prefer to kind of just kind of figure it over myself exactly it makes the experience for you more memorable and it, it just interactive rather than looking up some clip on youtube of seeing that person play through the exact same part and just kind of walk you through it Exactly. So now, now that we kind of talked about like where our first consoles are and whatnot, and how we got into gaming, uh, I'm just kind of curious. Like, what's like, what's your f- first game memory that you can remember? Um, like, guess your favorite memory from when you were a kid. I know you mentioned the GTA Three, but the more mm-hmm. like, kind of, is there any other particular memories from that kind of era that kind of helped you sh- like shape your, shape you into gaming? Well, yeah, from uh, Grand Theft Auto Three when I got the PlayStation Two. I mean, I I, I had uh, I think I said Ratchet and Clank and the WWE game, but then. When San Andreas came out, I got that game a day one, and I remember putting it in my console for the very first time, walking around the city and just thinking, okay, this is the peak of video games. It's not going to look any better than this. This is just a graphical achievement, and it's it's just, it can't get any better. And, of course, now it's just, it makes San Andreas in 2020 just looks, it's, it's not very good looking, and it just, it goes to show that every generation just is going to keep looking better and better until we're just pretty much in real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it's headed right now, right? So, yeah. I mean, you're oh, the I last think... of us, too, and it was, it was just, it, it was a great cap off for the PlayStation 4. It just looked incredible. Yeah, I can't, I have a, like, I haven't really got to around the playing Last of Us Two yet. That's why the game on my list I had so many consoles. I'm just bouncing between. Um, but <laughs> yeah. the, the, the first one was phenomenal. I love the first one. I, I that was oh, probably yeah. like like Spider Man was the first game I finished on PlayStation. But Last of Us was kind of the first one I played. Like, mm-hmm. I really was like, oh man, like I, I I can see why people love this game type thing. Yeah, the storytelling um, of the first one is just it's incredible. Yeah, the best memories that I can think of growing up like the gaming again with with my N64, and I remember like. It's crazy, but and my my dad's probably gonna laugh at this because I don't think he actually remembers. But every now and like every every like probably w- once a week, he would come home from work, and he like this is back when video games could get rented. So he would stop at the video game rental store without telling us. He would come home from Black work Buster. and have <laughs> have like a video game in his back pocket, and we like he, he wouldn't tell us. He would just walk around the house, pretend like he doesn't have it, and then we we see it. We're like, wait, what's that? <laughs> and then we'd run up to him, and he'd be like, oh here, I got got you guys a game. So like he could be walking around for like. I remember one time we didn't figure out till right, right before bed. It was like seven thirty, eight o'clock, and he still had the game in his back pocket. And I was like, like, 
every week that like, we it started becoming routine um so it was kind of it was, it was kind of fun to do that and um, and then you would have two days to beat it before you had to bring it back sunday night yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so it was it was it was that, that, that's probably one of my favorite gaming experiences like just gaming memories was just like the fact that my dad got involved and kind of you know knew we like gaming so he he kind of never stirred us away from it he kind mm-hmm. of like obviously we were i used to live on a farm and we had to do like our, our daily chores and all that but mm-hmm. he knew he would like, kind he, of assist he, you in being that sort of uh gamer exactly like i, I um like, he was kind of a gamer when he was growing up i mean like he obviously didn't have like consoles that we have now but he played like a lot of final fantasy back like way back or like pong and all that stuff he remembers all that kind of stuff so um, i think <laughs> i think you realize how like important like just how much gaming was fun so mm-hmm. that's one of the memories i remember a lot and i remember him sitting down with me one time and playing through mario 64 and we kind of kind of beat, beat this this uh, mission together um, it's all, and it was also really, like he he you got into, he got into this PC game a lot. It was called Thief. Um, I think the same thing actually recently did a remake for it on the on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. um, or Xbox, I guess for the for the current gens, um, or I guess in the last gens now. But <laughs> uh, yeah, he he got really into that. I remember every week we would sit down and he'd go through Thief, and we'd we'd sit down like he'd be on the computer. Me and my brother would have the chairs beside him, and we'd watch him play it. Um, so that that that's another memory um that i'm really he's he's not a gamer anymore he he can't keep up with it he says so <laughs> um <laughs> that's understandable. He, he, he has his psp that he takes when he goes on like road trips for work and stuff but that's about it um he doesn't really he had, like I, I tried getting to farming simulator the other day um i brought my PlayStation <laughs> over farming simulator and he he loved it because he's a farmer but he was like man these buttons are too confusing for me and i was like all right that's fair but um, yeah, it's great to have a parent or parents that are supportive of uh, uh, their children playing video games or play themselves because I know some parents, uh, they kind of frown upon that with their kids growing up. Like my girlfriend, her parents didn't let her play any game growing up and she'll sit and watch me play games now and just uh, talk about how she had wished that she had played these growing up. It's the same thing where she picks up the, the controller and it's just it, she can't keep up with the buttons or that sort of thing. So it's it's definitely nice when your parents are supportive of that rather than trying to gear you away yeah. from that. So we talked about you know PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Uh, you picked up the Xbox Series X recently. I picked up the PlayStation 5, so we're kind of unifying the Game Wars yet again. What what experiences have you had so far with that and like what's your favorite game so far, even though there's only like a handful out for both right now? Yeah, so the, the, the funny thing with the Series X is I, like... I know people complain all the time that they've had bad experiences with like Xbox or PlayStation. I, and I can honestly say every time I've gotten a console, I've had zero problems. Like I think I don't even think I got the red, 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 rigged death back in 360. Oh, that's impressive. So I'm, I'm, I'm pushing my luck by saying this right now. Cause I'm sure my series X <laughs> will blow at any time if I continue talking, but <laughs> yeah. So I, I've had zero experience. Like, like even my Xbox one, like I, I got it like, like the first week and it lasted me till about like, it's, it's still going. I, I ended up selling it for the series X, but it lasted me wow. like eight, nine years. And I've had really good luck with consoles so far. And again, I'm not going to wood. But the, ser- the ser- ser- Series X, my experience with the Series X is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Just in the pre-order process and everything like that too, like it was, it was good. Like I was one of the few people that ventured out and stood in line for the the, the, the Series X. And my girlfriend's gonna hate that I say that because of the pandemic, and I know she's, <laughs> but she actually stood in line with, she just stood in line with me, and they like, and went to the EB Games, which just just up the road from me. And uh, they actually did a really good job. They kind of, you know, spread out everybody so you weren't super tight in. Um, they had people out there. They had like markers and whatnot. So you're 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 pretty social distanced um, throughout the whole issue. So it wasn't that bad. Um, 
And I remember they only had like 22 consoles or so available. So the, I was lucky to be like number 12 or whatnot. Um, but even picking up the console was fantastic. Like they call you like, like a couple days before and like, okay, what time do you want to come in? So I, I came in at nine because I worked at 10 that day. And like it was like they, they only allowed like two or three people in the store at once. So it, it, it was fantastic. And then I like got home and haven't had an issue since. So uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Obviously, you know, there was the Xbox One X, which came out like three years ago, which, you know, if you, you could argue if you have that, you don't need the Series X at this point in time. Um, but I didn't have that. I had the original Xbox One. So it's, the, the jump is pretty significant for me where there's there no 4K support. You know, like it was the games were struggling, like I was playing Control and I, like it literally froze my Xbox because it was so like intense. Like, <laughs> so the Series X just runs so smoothly. It's so quiet. Um, this, I ended up going to buy a 4K TV for it and it has definitely paid off that's for sure um, yeah, i definitely think that you kind of have to have the 4k tp to really get the experience of next-gen gaming yeah and the, um, the good thing, the good thing with xbox is that i'm always going to push um these i know there's not a lot of games that are out for xbox right now not necessarily exclusives but they have game pass and i know sony has something similar with ps plus but i personally prefer game pass over uh the ps plus just because the way Xbox is marketing it, and I, I, I just think it's like, like, like I know that's kind of their future, where Sony kind of has it as like an extra benefit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't need to go out and buy a lot of games. Like I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla on day one, um, obviously because I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. But like, if I go on Game Pass, there's about like 40 to 50 games I can play right now without even like just pay my subscription. I can play it right away. And like, there are newer ones too. Like, like all the Bethesda games now with the acquisition are on there. So you have like all the new Wolfenstein, you have like the new Doom, you have uh, Prey, you have all these games that you can play that I've never played before because I didn't want to dish out the money for. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of set for game, like games right now. Like I don't need to go out and buy another game that comes out anytime soon. I have about like six, seven games on Game Pass alone that I can play that will give me like 30, 40 hours. So um, I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. And obviously they added, you know, Tetris Effect Connected. Um, well, then I'll get into that later in the next segment, but um, that's been a really good game too that people kind of sleep on. Um, but yeah, this Game Pass has been a really good feature and it's making my experience with the Xbox Series X much more better, like, better just because I don't have to worry about like, oh, this game's coming out, how am I going to afford it? Now that I just dropped $800 on a console, you know what I mean? <laughs> so Yeah. I know you mentioned that the PlayStation uh, Plus collection, I downloaded Days on. Uh, I think it was day one I had it, and I, I had played Days Gone on the PlayStation 4, but booting it up on the PlayStation 5, uh, my girlfriend was next to me, and within 30 seconds of watching the opening cutscene, she had just said, this is a movie. I mean, it it's 4K, it's in 60 frames per second now, and it's just, it's essentially a brand new game. It just looks phenomenal compared to the PlayStation 4, which really I did not expect uh, with the PlayStation 5. I had just figured... These would just be games that Sony were implementing with the PlayStation 5 so that you know, people had something to play. But it really, you could really tell they put in some work with all the games on the PlayStation Plus collection. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, exactly. I've been playing a, a bit of that, but mostly uh, so far I've been playing a lot of Borderlands 3 on the PlayStation 5. They uh, had a free upgrade to all of the add-ons and DLC, so that's kind of been sucking away my time. If you could choose a console and a game, what would be your like, two favorite of all time? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I know. I, I, th- I thought about it. I seen you come up on the notes, and I was like, oh, man, I got to sleep on this one. There's I mean, a lot. The PlayStation 3, I, I, I remember playing a lot of that growing up. It was like right at the start of high school for me. And uh, just playing a lot of that, my friend came over 
I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and then he mentioned online. And to, up until that point, I had, I had no idea how to do that or what that entailed. I didn't have a PSN. It was just me playing my PlayStation 3 alone. And two minutes later, I had a PSN. I was playing online. I was playing Modern Warfare 2 with other people from around the world. And since then, uh, the PlayStation 3 certainly took a lot of my time, especially in high school, with uh, the introduction of uh, multiplayer for me. So I think on that aspect, it's my one of my favorite consoles just because it introduced me to that world, but the PlayStation 4 kind of harped on that and just it just the, the exclusives that they released with like The Last of Us and Horizon, uh, Zero Dawn, the Uncharted 4 uh, uh, finale, was, they were all just uh, fantastic single player experiences that I, I, I'm definitely gonna remember for a very long time and especially uh, making me excited for moving forward with PlayStation 5. What, uh, what Xbox One game kind of stood out to you the most in any memories with that? Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to touch base on my on my favorite console, actually, first before I get into that, but uh, mm. uh, I kind of have two, like, it's kind of hard to choose for me, but uh, the GameCube would definitely be one, just because that was, like, more people were playing, uh, like, you know, PlayStation 2 and Xbox, and even Xbox 360 PS3, I was still having my GameCube for the longest time, and I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of played through it, like, I didn't, I, I didn't think anything of it, but then I remember... Uh, we were on our way to Texas, actually, my family and I, and we were uh, in the in, in an RV, and my aunt actually purchased me a 360 for the drive. So my brother and I were in the my first experience with the 360 was playing in the back end of an RV while we were driving to Texas. So NHL oh, wow. <laughs> uh, 09, and we like we took turns playing Be a Pro. So my brother started to be a pro, then I started to be a pro. He'd play three games and then get off, and I would just run, run into the back where the TV was, and. I would play three games and so we, we would do that the whole way through Texas. So like all the way to Texas, which was a, a quite a lengthy drive, but uh, the 360 is also up there as well, just because like you said, it kind of introduced me to online. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom over two, it was like the top game. Um, obviously, you know, like me and my brother, we only had one 360 at the time. So me and my brother used to literally fight, like, like <laughs> fight and race. I think we got off the bus. It was just go first one to the Xbox. <laughs> got it. So uh, mom yeah those two are probably my favorite two consoles i can't choose between them because they're both very sim- different experiences but the gamecube was my childhood and i'd probably say the 360 was more like my high school days so mm-hmm. those would be like my two peak gaming experiences um and sorry you mentioned the xbox one you said what like my favorite xbox one game mm-hmm. it's tough to say as much as i love xbox the xbox one wasn't screaming like exclusive so i could like I, I I I had an Xbox One for the longest time, so I should have like like I didn't get my PS4 till last year, so I should all my games were on the Xbox One. Well, what game did you uh, spend the most time playing with? Then is that does that kind of help you a little bit? <laughs> yeah, that that, that, that kind of narrows it down, which is kind of sad. It was recently it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I think I put like 210 hours into that game. But oh, it's a massive game. <laughs> it's a massive game, and it's one of my favorites actually of all time. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, um, either that was that, too big. Yeah, it, 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 it I didn't mind it because I love ancient Greece. I'm a huge history guy. So I loved ancient Greece, but I know mm-hmm. like I can see where the Christian was coming from. That it was too big. I, I, I didn't mind it. Cause I was like, Oh sweet. They can get to go here. get to go here. Like I, <laughs> I had no problem yeah. with it. And I, I was loving every minute of it. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's probably the one I can, the, like the most one that sticks out to me. Um, Wolfenstein as well was also another one. Um, that's like kind of my first introduction to the series. And I just fell in love with it after, the, after I played the first one. So um those two would probably be the two ones that really stick out to me at this point in time. I'm sure back in the day, there was a lot. Um, I never got Dragon Age Inquisition on day one, but that was way back in the day. And I think Odyssey and Wolfenstein were a bit more memorable experiences than Inquisition. So those, those two are probably up there for me. How about you, how about you with the PlayStation? 
Uh, oh, that's another difficult question. I would, uh, right. I would have to say, I mean, I, I thought I spent a lot of time in Horizon Zero Dawn. That game just blew me away from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, The Last of Us. I know it was originally on the PS3, but then they remastered it for the PS4, which again I had to pick up and play through that again. Uncharted Four was a phenomenal experience, but God of War really, I think, was the 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 cream for the PlayStation. Where it really showcased everything it could do with graphics and gameplay and, and storytelling. It was just, when you think of PlayStation, I think a lot of people think about uh, the God of War uh, entry for the PlayStation 4. So yeah, that, that, makes, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I was looking at my play time for all my PlayStation 4 games on the PlayStation 5 recently and uh, The Witcher 3, I think I had over 400 hours on that, which is, it's embarrassing to say out loud, but I think that one kind of sucked a lot of my time away. I feel like that might be your favorite game of all time. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> it might be. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Mine, it's not the truth for my favorite game of all time, but uh, I, believe it or not, Odyssey is is up there contending for it. Believe it or not, um, it just recently came out. I, I, I loved it that much. I didn't wasn't a big fan of Origins. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan, but I wasn't a big fan of Origins. But Odyssey, for some reason, sucked me in. I don't. I think it maybe might have came at the right time. Like I was in between jobs, and you know, it was kind of just like it was between kind jobs of trying to figure right it out. And I was kind of like in that mode. Was just like. I, I don't want to do anything besides game. Like it was just one of those things. So I think that's why it sucked me in. Where Origins came out, you know, when I was with, like, like we we worked together in with the same hockey team, and that was kind of my first season with with the team when Origins came out. And it was I was more focused on that, trying to like move up the ladder than yeah. than anything. So I didn't really bother about with playing that game. And I do want to go back to it, but uh, I am sucked into. But my my favorite game of all time would probably be Mass Effect Two. I think that'd probably be. Uh, but if I had to choose, it'd be I think Mass Effect Two. But it's gonna be really hard to dethrone that, especially with the legendary condition coming out. I'm so excited to go through, back through that. But um, that one definitely, definitely like was one of. Well, I was like, holy moly, this is what gaming's all about. Mm, that's the first three Mass Effects, isn't it? The legendary edition. Yeah, it's, like, it's the first three, and then you have Andromeda, which I mean, it, I I'm okay with. It. I'm not doing a remake master for that because it just recently came out, so it's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I know Mass Effect 2 kind of set the bar for me and um, I kind of compare every RPG I play to it now and <laughs> believe it or not, like that's what kind of sucked me into the RPG genre was Mass Effect 2. Um, so I'm excited that's... for the Legendary because I, I've never, uh, the only experience I have with Mass Effect is Andromeda and I know a lot of people kind of aren't too happy with it, but personally I, I had a fun time playing it so I'm definitely excited I... to jump into one, 1, 2, and 3 because I know a lot of people just praise it as like you said, the top RPG game of that era. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I know a lot of people even now would probably go back and play and be like, oh, this sucks. But back in the day, it like, kind of led the way for RPGs. And as mm-hmm. for Andromeda, I mean, you go, you, you probably get the lucky end of the stick with that being your first experience in the Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, not, 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 not that I was bad by any means. I personally didn't mind it. Um, obviously, the facial expressions are were a d- different story. Mm-hmm. But I know they've recently fixed that. And if you go back, they're, they're, they're much better. But uh, it's, it's just way different than two than, 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 than the first trilogy. That's why a lot of people didn't really like it. A lot of the characters in there aren't even mentioned in the in the trilogy so yeah it was kind of just weird to get like the, the the trilogy you literally follow Sh- like shepherd from when like when he was li- like little like young to when he was old and the, the, the characters follow you throughout all three mm-hmm. games if you make the right choices and if they don't leave and or die so yeah it, it's kind of cool to see all those choices that come together at, at the end um but yeah, Mass Effect 2 would be my favorite game of all time, and uh, Odyssey would probably be second at this point in time, I think. 
Uh, speaking yeah. of uh, upcoming uh, games for uh, the, I guess, current gen and next gen, what game are you looking forward to the most that has been announced so far, either coming up this year? Or that has been announced? Next year? Um, <laughs> I, I want to say Cyberpunk, but at the same time, my hype's kind of died down for that quite a bit. And that's a dangerous game, Cyberpunk, right now. <laughs> yeah, like I, I want to say it's good, but I also know it's getting like a lot of hype, and I'm always wary of those games that get a lot of hype mm-hmm. um, because I don't want to like, disappoint myself. And obviously, with the delays, it's kind of ruined the hype. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll... I know The Witcher Three was delayed. I think it was three or four times, and, and we all know how that turned out. But I mean, yeah, so I, I do have faith in little... Project Red. Mm-hmm. I do have faith in them. I know that they're like they're they're gonna nail it. But uh, mm-hmm. I think just the fact that it's been so long and just like the hype's kind of died down tremendously on it, it's kind of not really one I'm looking. Like I'm I'm, I'm still gonna play it and probably enjoy mm-hmm. a minute of Definitely. it. But it, it hasn't been announced yet. But like the next Assassin's Creed's already on my mind, believe it or not. <laughs> but uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be up there. I don't really like. I don't really know too many games that have been announced further. Like, Fable for Xbox would probably be up there. Fable's one of my favorite Xbox mm-hmm. franchise, but uh, there's no really release date on that. So, yeah, I probably have to go with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Or, for some reason, I'm really excited about uh, like Phoenix Rising Immortals from Ubisoft. I don't. I don't know why, but I think it's because it it's ancient Greeks again. But uh, mm-hmm. that's probably well, Ubisoft has too. been doing quite well recently. So, I mean, I'm I'm optimistic with them it, 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 as it, it, i would have been five or six years ago it just feels like every time i look around there's a, like a new ubisoft game coming out it's like <laughs> holy jeez like i feel like the only games that are coming out are ubisoft games at the, 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 this point in time so good for that mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah that's probably the only thing i can think of on top of my head obviously you know you got like the new xbox ones that they announced at the showcase but there's no really like release dates on them so i can't really get too hyped for them until i see that actual release date yeah, for you? me it's, yeah. it's it's, it's got to be the horizons or dawn sequel I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that cyberpunk i mean if you asked me five, six months ago, it probably would have been Cyberpunk, but with uh, recent delays, I'm kind of a little wor- wary about that. But uh, I think my top most anticipated PlayStation 5 game that's been announced so far, it's got to be Ratchet and Clank. I mean, I grew up with, uh, I started, the, my PlayStation 2 came with Going Commando, uh, the second in the series. And then from there, I picked up the first one and then ended up playing them for the PS2, PS3, and PS4. So. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. As surprising as that may be. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's not—it's not too it's surprising to me to be honest. Because if I'm going to get a PS5, that's going to be—that's going to be the game that, that's going to convince me to get one. Um, mm-hmm. Just from watching it, like like Spider-Man Miles Morales. I mean, it would, probably would be enough. But I also know I can put it on my PS4 if I really, really want. I'm not going mm-hmm. to. But uh, I feel like Ratchet and Clank is made for the PS5. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I feel like that—that'd be the game that would convince me. To, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game in my life, but uh, that'd be the one I think that would definitely get me to convince me to buy, buy a PS5. So I agree, agree with that there. So yeah. So with uh, something else I wanted to touch on with the next gen is just uh, like the the accessories and that sort of thing, like the PS5 controller. I mean, I, I've I've had some the past few days just fooling around with it, and if every single day I think I've turned to my girlfriend and just said, "I love this controller." She doesn't really think it's very. Uh, attractive uh, with the looks wise, but personally, I think it's phenomenal. I mean, the, the adaptive triggers, uh, I hope uh, PlayStation sticks with it, unlike the touchpad with the PlayStation 4. I mean, the touchpad, when the PlayStation 4 came out, it seemed as though every game was using it uh, to it's the best of its abilities, uh, but it was like a year, year and a half later, it seemed like uh, uh, developers just kind of kicked it in the dust. And so I'm hoping moving forward, uh, that developers kind of focus on the, the adaptive triggers because I'm so far with Borderlands, it's it's just blowing me away every time I pick up a different gun. I mean, I've been using an SMG and the triggers are a bit resistant, but then you pick up an RPG and you have to really uh, touch down on the trigger to, to fire a rocket and it's just 
it's, it's really exciting. It feels like a next generation controller. Yeah, that, that's, that's, what I've, that's what I've heard. I obviously don't have a PS5 with me yet. I will be getting one if, one day. Um, mm-hmm. But I know for the longest time, Xbox has had like the superior controller in my mind. Um, Definitely, yeah. And I know a lot of other people's minds too, just because like it just feels so well. Like, I feel like the Xbox mm-hmm. One was closest to the most perfect controller you could get. But obviously, Sony has like, nope, this is what... And it, <laughs> Like, I feel like this controller is definitely giving Xbox a run for their money. Um, I feel like that's honestly, I feel like that controller is more of a selling point than the console itself. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so, <do> I. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how, how that works out when I get my PS5. Um, I do hope they stick with it because just from the sound of it, that'd be cool. Like, they get, you know, like the next Call of Duty or whatnot that's made totally for next gen could use that. That'd be wicked. Um, I know Cold War is already implementing it a, a little bit with like if you have an LMG. And you hold it down, then it constantly uh, gives you resistance with each uh, bullet that fires. It's pretty exciting. Oh, well, I, I thought you were really cool. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I do hope they stick with it because I know the, I, I didn't mind the touchpad. Like Detroit Become Human was actually a really good game for uh-huh. that. For that, that was probably like, the top game to demonstrate what the touchpad can do. But uh-huh. uh, that kind of swayed like swayed away from it for a little bit. Um, I'm definitely the only, hoping the, that they stick with it. Yeah, no, definitely for sure. Um, and obviously, you know, I've I can't really say much on the Xbox Series X controller because it's very, very similar to the to the, the Xbox One controller. There's a bit of differences. It's a bit smaller, um, but I it's a bit smoother. I think like, I don't know. I I enjoy the Series X controller a lot more. Um, uh, and like they, they added the share button in the middle. I know Sony's had that for a while, but Xbox finally got to it. So you don't even you don't you don't even have to like press the Xbox button, then click X to share and all that stuff. You just press the share button and it automatically gets uploaded. So that that's nice, especially in Valhalla when I'm running around. Most of my time, I think I have like 30, 30, 35 hours in it already, and uh, probably like twenty four of those is just taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, just can't get over how nice the four K is. I know it's probably not that big of a deal to a lot of people, but for me, I've never really experienced four K gaming, so. But yeah, there's not really much to say on the controller. The if you if you're an Xbox owner, I would recommend the the Elite Elite version two, uh, or the Elite Series two or whatever, um, over this Xbox Series X controller because the Elite Series two is like the perfect controller. Like that, if you like that, you can you know, like twist the like, like the right right analog stick and left analog stick. You can like like what's the word torque them make, make, make them a bit tighter make them a bit looser however you want you can uh, put like adaptive triggers on them and all, all that stuff so that's like a very 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 good controller for the xbox but i have no problem with the series x controller i like the xbox controllers and they haven't, they haven't really changed much so i can't complain so now that uh have you got any any of the other accessories for the ps5 like the headsets and all that stuff or not really not yet no only because i uh, had the PlayStation 4 headset when it came out and it didn't last me very long. I know they have a PlayStation 5 headset that's been announced, but I think I'm just going to hold on to my Turtle Beach headset right now. Hopefully Turtle Beach is listening and they send a, a new headset my way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think I'm just going to wait until something else uh, comes out and then I'll upgrade my headset. And same with the VR. I mean, I, I, ha- I don't really have great experiences with the VR on the PlayStation 4. I'm hoping the kind of adjust it a tad for the playstation 5 and then I, eventually i will get like the camera the vr and a new headset uh, what yeah, okay, that's fair. Do, you, do you have anything besides uh, the controller uh, I, I ended up buying the blue controller the blue the blue shock controller i don't know if you've seen oh, that oh yeah yep i think i ended up getting that's that great. one i never had i never had like two controllers on with me at all times i've always been just a single player guy but um now you know i'm my girlfriend um and i go home sometimes visit my family and my sister's still at home so we like to play games together so i figured might as well get an, another controller that way we can play together in some games but better yeah, girlfriend play many that, games that, with you at all 
No, not really. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to try and convince her to later. Like, like, we're not living together at this point, but we are looking at moving in together. So, uh, uh-huh. so definitely, I'm going to try and convince her to play at least some multiplayer games with me. But we'll see. <laughs> um, and my girlfriend but, definitely is not a gamer herself, but she loves watching the theatrical games like Days Gone and God of War and Detroit Become Human. That was one of her favorite games. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm trying to get my girlfriend into doing that, but it's, it's tough because right now, like I said, we don't live together. So like when we do spend uh-huh. time together, we kind of just focus on each other more than just gaming. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm sure when I'm li- when we're living together, I'm sure I'll be, uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll be, I'll be, I'll be like, I'm gaming a lot much. of Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any other, any other accessories besides that. I know you mentioned PSVR. Um, I, I do hope they bring that over to the P- like adjusted for PS5. I've, I, I have one and I really enjoyed Astro's Playroom. That was probably like one of my favorite games on that, but the rest of the games didn't really like stick out to me too much. So there wasn't really uh, anything that, that stood out much aside from like a handful of uh, games for the yeah, VR. Yeah, like, at, like Astro, Astro Bot and like Blood and Truth. If you ever played that, those would be probably mm-hmm. the two, two top games. But uh, I see they're bringing Hitman to VR, so that'd be kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. I'm gonna I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out. That'd be that'd, that'd be really fun, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah it's a game that just it just doesn't go away. Every time I look on like the PlayStation Store or online, it seems like a new Hitman game has been announced or DLC for the, the previous Hitman, which is fantastic because I mean, it's, uh, each each entry in the series has just been phenomenal recently. Yeah, no, I I agree. I do I do I do enjoy the Hitman series a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not one for stealth games. Like I don't like sneaking around. Like going in and just you know wreaking havoc. <laughs> but hit, hit, Hitman hits Hitman hits differently. It kind of fills that void between Splinter Cells. <laughs> Ubisoft uh-huh. get on that. But uh, <laughs> Hitman hit, hit, Hitman's one of those games where I don't mind being stealthy because there's so many different ways to like blend in and like do like cool assassinations and stuff like that. So. <laughs> um, you don't you don't necessarily need to sneak around. You can kind of just blend in with different costumes and stuff like that. So that, that, that's cool. But speaking speaking of games, uh, we're gonna transition here to uh, like we're not gonna spend too long on this segment, but we're gonna try to go over a couple of games that we played um, <laughs> with the new consoles just to kind of give our experience with them. Oh so, yeah, I mean the first game I, I downloaded was uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, and uh, that really introduced me to the adaptive triggers with web slinging. It felt like every time I would hit the trigger, my web would fly out of my hand which was an experience it, it, the game looks beautiful it, the, the, the ray tracing it you just see reflecting reflective surfaces everywhere you look and it just really showcases what i think the playstation 5 can do I, I, i'm a few hours into that i've also played a lot of days gone and borderlands 3 and then I, I did play a bit of astro just to kind of get familiar with the controller and it really showcased a lot of what you can do you can blow into the mic uh, for effects you can if you walk through sand the vibrations in the controller feel like sand uh, compared to like swimming in water the vibrations change for that so it's really introducing a lot of what i hope the controller uh, maintains going forward so so far those have been only the only games i've played just because uh, there's not really much else uh, like the, the playstation plus collection there are a lot of games like i downloaded shadow of war and god of war so i'm hoping to kind of uh, play those and see War solid day. shadow war is a really good game yeah, so that's another one my girlfriend loves to watch just because she's a Lord of the Rings fan. So I, I have never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. Don't shun me, but I've never seen any Oh, I gotta of leave. I gotta leave. I gotta leave. <laughs> but I do love uh, Shadow of Mordor. I played through and I loved it. And Shadow of War, I think I have like 40 hours spent on the PlayStation 4. And I'm only like 30% through the main game and I still have to do expansions. So I think that'll keep me going back to my PlayStation 4 for quite some time. 
That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta get on watching those Lord of the Rings movies. Those, those movies are. I know. I know. They're, they're super long, so get ready to like snuggle in. You can have like a date <laughs> night or even a date week with those movies. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Plus there's the, the Hobbit movies too, so I'll probably have to watch those as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you do. They all, they, they, it's a really good series. And so, I mean, I'm not gonna. It's a, it's a gaming podcast, not a movie podcast. But uh, <laughs> I've I've only been playing really like Assassin's Creed. And, like I played a bit of Tetris Effect connected. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Assassin's Creed has hooked me in so much that I don't really want to leave because I'm afraid if I leave, I'm not gonna want to. Like I'm not gonna come back. I'm gonna figure out where the story is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm, I'm trying to like play through Assassin's Creed which I mean I'm not getting burnt out by playing it because I'm really enjoying it I just don't want to like go out and play COD or something like that because I can't forget what, where I'm in the story mm-hmm. um, Is there much of a uh, visual upgrade uh, with Assassin's Creed that you are noticing going through your playthrough right now? Um, it's kind of hard to say because I, I, I played it on the like, I played on the Series X I've never played it on the on, on the Xbox One like Valhalla mm-hmm. and for that case um, but I do know it's optimized for the, for the Series X. It literally says Series X on the console, so on, on the case. So I I do see like I I can definitely like I can see like I'm sure I wouldn't have noticed or spent that much time taking pictures if I in my Xbox One if I was playing it. Um, it's just it's just such a fantastic game. Um, but uh, and I'm a bit biased because I'm a Assassin's Creed fan, but. I know a lot of people hate on Ubisoft for all these bugs that like come out with the games. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, I've ran into a couple with Assassin's Creed, but they're not like any game-breaking ones. So um, that, that's good to hear. But I find a certain charm in that. Like, I, you know, it's like that Ubisoft charm where it's like, oh yeah, the Ubisoft game. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna expect a little bit of bugs. And some of the bugs <laughs> are some of the bugs are hilarious. Like you certainly remember going through an area and then you just you you attack with a sword and then you go through a rock and then you're underneath the map just looking at everybody. Like you certainly remember those. Kind yeah, of, yeah, and they're, like, they're, like, they're not like game, they're not like game breaking bugs, like like you know where like you go in and you you can't do a certain quest, you got to reinstall the whole game and restart from the scratch, like <laughs> like Skyrim. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't ran into any of those yet, so the, uh, that, that's much to do. My time's probably gonna be occupied a lot from that game. Um, mm-hmm. And then I put a bit of Tetris Effect connected, which I know Tetris Effect is not a new game. I know it's been out um, for PlayStation, but the connected part is new, and that's an Xbox uh, exclusive for about a year, I think. Um, which is you can play multiplayer with some friends and. Um, I know you're probably like multiplayer Tetris. That's not all about, but I know it sounds um, I haven't played. Yeah, I haven't played much multiplayer, but I know there is a story behind it. So like, you mean you could game up, and we could like like there's like bosses that you fight, and like you mean you gotta like combine like like so like we each have our own our own well, I guess is what they call it in Tetris, um, and we would each kind of like get points while the boss is doing the same thing and then eventually once the boss gets a certain health we combine into one well so we would have to so you you would put one block down i would put one block down and then we beat the boss like that and obviously if you ever play touch effect connected the the soundtrack is phenomenal um that's yeah it's on my spotify (laughs) yeah it's so good oh my gosh um so that's literally the only two games i've been playing on the series x but i'm just enjoying Assassin's creed so much that i don't really want to go to another game at this point like i feel like i'm getting a very good experience with the series x with this with, with valhalla so um i'm sure when the other games like you know like the new like the new Halo when new halo comes out obviously i'm gonna drop whatever i'm doing and playing halo because it's halo but um i think this is definitely the, the most solid launch titles for both the playstation and xbox that they've ever had i mean there's games for both consoles that you can jump right into and it just kind of shows you it showcases what each console can do in its own way like that the 60 frames per second, I know, I didn't think it would be that much of a difference, but you can certainly tell the difference. Like, that just the yeah, it, it's, yeah, 60 frames per second is a game changer. And I, it, it might be crazy to think, but I was listening to, obviously, you know, kind of funny that the podcast we listen to quite, well, I listen to quite a bit. And they mentioned 
Ori, like the, the Xbox exclusive Ori, Will in the World, the World of the Wisps, there's actually a 6K 120 frames per second mode you can play oh on the Series X. So oh I don't like, but obviously I don't have a six, like, so I don't know how well that's going to look, but man, that game is beautiful in 4K. <laughs> so I can yeah, just I imagine 6K. Like, I know both consoles are uh, on the PlayStation 5 box, at least it has 4K, which is exciting. And then right beside it, it has 8K, which just drove me crazy because I just, yeah, I feel like I feel like, 8K, I feel like 8K might be like like you know like three four years down the road where mm-hmm. they're like oh hey we can do, I do 8K but um, the, the fact that I found out that Ori kind of does like a 6K 120 frames per second kind of like, that's, that's mode, mind blowing. I'm like I'm like I don't get it like I, 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 but, <laughs> and I, I don't think I'll be able to understand until I actually get like a 6K or 8K TV because right now mm-hmm. I have a cheap 4K TV that I got for like, <laughs> 3 dollars 4 so. relic now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, holy geez, we just, just got the 4K. Let's slow down a little bit here. But um, yeah, and also so the lack of the lack of uh, loading times can is definitely something that's noticeable. I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of friends and family have been angry at gamers because that's usually the time you take to you know text back and reply to everybody and now there's just no text and there's no loading times at all so everybody's just kind of giving an overview right that's, five, that's, six what hours. <laughs> that's what i've been telling my girlfriend too and she's like are you busy i'm like yeah i'm gaming she's like, well, <laughs> more loading I'm like, I'm like, I'm like you don't understand like the loading times aren't existing anymore like <laughs> like they're just like like I moved to another region and it's, it's I'm already like, I, I go look at my phone and I'm already getting attacked. I'm like, Oh crap. Okay. It's loaded. I'll get used to that, but I'm not complaining at all. And a feature I do want to talk about though, uh, on the series X, I, I don't think PlayStation has it. Um, it's the quick resume future feature. Um, I know they have it for like one game, but like with Xbox, you can have like six games running in the background and they all, oh, wow. like, you can like, so like I, I could be playing Assassin's Creed, then jump to COD and then jump to, Tetris Effect connected and they would all just come back right up where, where I left off. So that's a feature that I, I really, I do want to delve into more because I think it's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, like, you know, like, I do play a lot with my friends on the Xbox, it's like a single player game. And then I like Assassin's Creed, for example, and then my friends would want to play COD, I could jump into COD and not even have to save my Assassin's Creed game. It would just like stay there where I am. And then when I come back, when I come back to it, I would, uh, it would just pick up from where it's left off. But you could do that with multiple like games. I think there's like the maximum of six games and it even works when your console's off. So that's a really yeah, good feature. I know the PlayStation 5, it has what the PlayStation 4 had where you can just leave off with one game or like an app like Netflix or something, put it in rest mode, uh, boot it back up, and then you'll be back right there. I'm hoping it's similar to the Xbox with an update in the future where you can do more than one because I think that would definitely be uh, beneficial to a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, like I haven't tried it with Netflix. I should try that with Netflix. See if it just picks up from right where I left off in the movie. I doubt it, but... With the PlayStation, it does. It, it, it if you boot it up right uh, where you pause, it'll it'll re- resume right where you left off, which is kind That's of cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try time that, of having to load each scene. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, another one I want to talk like this. What, what I would say we're getting closer to a time limit here, but I don't want to spend too much longer. But I know we do have the notes uh, like the cloud save. So like 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 you know like your your day your day is gone. Say from your PS4 transition to the PS5 and vice versa with the Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was nervous uh, when I uh, loaded my PlayStation 5 because I had Shadow of War. I was uh, had a lot of time with that at The Witcher 3. Uh, days gone, I, I had I was near the end, so I was worried about how that was going to work. And, I, and there wasn't really too many answers on how to do that before the PlayStation 5 come out. But once I got it, it was extremely easy. All I had to do was uh, go to my PlayStation Plus account on the main page in my settings, click which game I wanted to bring over to the PlayStation 5, and I downloaded it. And it was uh, nearly instant, so it was definitely uh, beneficial. And same with yeah, the, the loading times. Like installing each game took me. I think I had five or six games installed in like the first hour. I had PS5, which just blew me away because PlayStation Four, you want to download one game, you'd have to turn it off, and 
go to dinner and, and, you know, to take a trip to Florida and then come back and it would be halfway done. So, I mean, yeah, no, the, the, time, the, the, the install times are insane. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's wild. It's how quick, quick, quick you can install the game. So that's that's definitely an interesting feature that they kept with the cloud saves, and I'm glad they did that. Obviously, you know, those are going to go eventually when the PS4 and Xbox One become a bit more obsolete, but I think for the first couple of years, I'll keep it in there. Uh, uh, did you have any more uh, opinions or thoughts towards uh, the PS5 or Xbox before we get into, like, our goodbye? Uh, I do want to give a shout out to the Xbox and how nice it looks. Like, um, I've seen the PS5, and obviously, like, I'm a big fan of the PS5. <laughs> but, like, like... You can be honest, Xbox, it's, it's a bit ugly. Yeah, like, I don't mind the look of it, but, like, uh, I thought the Xbox was going to look terrible. Like, I thought there's a cube, like a, like a big rectangular box. I was like, this looks so weird. But mm-hmm. now that I have it out and sitting beside my TV, I'm like, you know what? Like, it looks modern, you know, like a modern mm-hmm. art style. So, like, it kind of just fits right in. Like, with, like, it looks it looks really cool. I really enjoy the look of it. And they have this, They're like, very- green... It is like green that gets painting inside the, the, the circles on the top. Or so like when you look in, it's like just like the Xbox green. And it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you're not blowing any vape smoke into the bottom of your Xbox. Though. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I can't even believe that, that, that they had to tweet that yeah. out and tell people not to do that. Like, come on, people. <laughs> definitely like, uh, abstract looking consoles, though. I mean, they definitely look next gen. But the PlayStation 5, it's, it's quite massive on my shelf right now. I pretty much had to clear out the bottom shelf of my TV stand and it takes up the majority of the bottom shelf. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm no, sure a PlayStation like, 5 mini will be out in two or three years, and then we'll have to, you know, get through all those again. Yeah, like, I wonder how they're going to do that with the new consoles. Like, like I feel like my, my, my Series X is, like, and the PS5 are, like, way ahead of where the consoles are now. So, like, I feel like maybe, like, maybe instead of just coming out with, like, an, like a, you know, Series X times two or whatever Xbox decides to name it. Um, yeah. some, some Project weird name. Series X one, two. Yeah, exactly. Like, who knows? <laughs> I will never get their naming schemes, but. Definitely makes it harder to, to go to a store and tell your grandma that you want the new Xbox, and then she goes in there and there's xbox one xbox series xbox all yeah and i think i think that's why they they like stop making stop producing the xbox one x at this point you, you, so like you can still get them in stores but they're not making anymore just so eventually they'll like phase out yeah so yeah i just wanted to give a shout out on how good the series x looks personally i don't i've seen the ps5 but i've only seen it like with my roommate upstairs and it's like lying down so i haven't really had a good chance to look at it but um, i'm a big fan of how the xbox series x looks so to wrap up this this conversation about uh, you know current gen and last gen, let's just say, I know it's not a goodbye yet because there's still you know two three years left on uh, the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. But uh, what what sort of memory do you have of uh, last gen that like immediately pops in your brain when you think about the Xbox One? Hmm. I'll, I'll let you answer this question first. I'm gonna have to think a little bit. I have quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of like one specific one. Yeah, I, I had to think as well. I, I thought about it a bit earlier before we started, and I, I don't know why, but the Destiny raids, I know playing the Destiny 2 raid with a group of complete strangers online until 3.34 in the morning one night, we just could not get past this boss. We had about 37 different strategies and tactics. We had you know one or two people always altering, quitting just because they probably had to go to bed and get ready for work, but we were sticking to it. And when we finally accomplished it, like I said, it was about four in the morning. We just, we all started screaming into our mics. We were celebrating all around the map. We moved back to earth and we were just, it was just, a, it's just a memory that I'm just definitely gonna remember with the PlayStation 4. And it, it's, it's the ability to unite just un- unknown partners around the world that is what has me so excited with video games and 
moving forward with PlayStation. 5. Yeah, like the, the video game community, I know there's it's it's fantastic. Like like obviously you know the every community has its little bad, bad things. The thing about the video game community, like you said, you guys all came up together as strangers and accomplished mm-hmm. one single goal. You, you, no one knew who you were. You guys were like, we need to finish this and. It, 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 I made a lot of friends uh, playing online that I still have friends with today that I'd never met in person. So, yeah, that sounds like a fantastic memory. Uh, mine's somewhat similar, but not really. Like, it, it involves online. Um, I'll just go back and forth real quick. And the only two that really stick out to me are when I was in college, our pub at the college had four Xbox One consoles uh, did, like, like available to use. So we go down and play whatever we want. I had Call of Duty Ghost on it. And I remember after an exam, me and my buddies all went down and were on there for like four or five hours and just gamed at, in the pub playing Call of Duty Ghost. And you couldn't go online. You weren't allowed going online. So we just did private matches with every, with, with us. It was just it was just <laughs> such, a, such a hilarious time. Like it was just a little land like, party at the bar. Yeah, pretty much. And like eventually, like, you know, there were strangers that came in and like like random students and we kind of just like, okay, yeah, you guys are up. And we all just rotated. So it's like, <laughs> oh, yep. Like, whoever wins the, the, this much stays. And it was just, it was fantastic for like four or five hours. And another one I can remember, um, Sea of Thieves uh, for the Xbox. Um, obviously, it's, a, it's an exclusive and I hope a lot of people did not like that game. Because, but mm-hmm. man, that game is so much fun to play with friends. Like, the gameplay looks really fun. Every time I play that game, I have a great time with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like the you know like the adventures you can have and like you know i remember i was playing with one of my buddies we were on a two-person ship and we ran up but like it's an online game right that you run into other people um but like we can talk to each other over over the mic so like we flew to like a big galleon with like four four people and then we had a little like i don't know whatever they call it a schooner with two two of us and we were just they started shooting at us and we kind of you know convince them to stop shooting just by talking we're like hey like we can help we promise and we were, we were kind of like taken captive but we weren't at the same time like we were put on their ship and we were put into like the the, the, the prison cell it's just experiences like that that makes it that makes it so much fun like like the, the laughters we had you can cheat yourself out of the cannons like that game is just fantastic and that's probably one of the games i'll always remember for a long time um, especially when you run into the Kraken, that's terrifying. The water just starts turning red, and the giant like squid just starts popping up and starts attacking you, and it's just everybody just starts freaking out. So that's definitely a game I'll remember for quite a bit. And it's, I mean, it's it's, it's not gone, so I shouldn't say that I'll, I'll forget it. Like I can still play it on the Series X, and it looks fantastic on the Series X. But cause those are probably the two two ones I can remember from the, 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 this generation, anyways. Yeah, I'll definitely miss uh, the PlayStation 4 uh, moving forward. I, I, I'd like to sell it or do something with it or donate it somewhere, which I'm contemplating doing for Christmas just to give my niece a, a cool gift idea. But it's it's it, I, it has that attachment to me that mm-hmm. I just spent so much time interacting with and playing that it just makes it a bit difficult just to get rid of it. So Yeah, I that's why I felt my, with my right Xbox there. when I sold it. When my Xbox One when I sold it like last week, I was like, oh, this hurts so much. <laughs> it's a pain. But- <laughs> but yeah, it, it it hurt so much. But I I'm glad I did it because someone I felt someone that really wanted one, and mm-hmm. like I know it's gonna get you good good use to it. So kind of makes um, up the feeling of you giving it up. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And uh, I guess we have one more thing here. We uh, before we wrap up, mm-hmm. um, I guess a games. Is there any games that you wish you played that you like on last gen that you haven't that you haven't played yet? Oh, that's uh, I'll 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 follow suit and I'll let you answer that question first while I uh, attempt to <clears throat> think of an answer for you. <laughs> yeah. So the first the the, the the two that jump out right away to me are Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I got, I, I had it for the Xbox one. I still have it with me, but I haven't had time to really go through it properly and play it. Um, mm-hmm. again, cause my, I had the original Xbox, so it was a 
bit hard on my Xbox, a bit laggy and whatnot, because, you know, and I'm really looking forward to that game in 4K. So that's the game I want to try for sure on my Series X. I haven't got around to yet. The other one is Control. Um, oh, yeah. I, I started playing through it on my Xbox One X and I really, or my Xbox One, and I really enjoyed it. But like I said, it froze my Xbox One multiple times because it was so tasking on it. And I, it sounded like my Xbox was a little bit of low up when I played it. So I just stopped playing it. Um, but it did get nominated for Game of the Year and I do really want to go through it and play it because it's from the same guys that made Quantum Break, which I don't know if you've ever played that, but mm-hmm. um, that game is fantastic. So, And I know they had the Alan Wake expansion too, which that definitely piqued my interest. So that might have to be added to my... To be played yeah, the, well. I definitely, I definitely, those are the two games that definitely stick out. I also want to go through Mass Effect Andromeda again, but I think I'm going to do that after I be, go through the Legendary Edition and then go through that. I think I'm going to do. I'll um, give a quick answer here just so we can wrap up uh, following uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That was a game that I was like, really looking forward to playing, and I just, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't get around to it. Probably because I was playing uh, The Witcher Three or something like that, and then uh, probably the Crash Bandicoot uh, collection for the PBS4. I know it's on the PlayStation Plus collection, so. I already have it downloaded to my PS5, so I'll be uh, booting that up uh, relatively soon. Yeah, if, if you get uh, EA Play or whatever, EA Access, you can get the Jedi Fallen Order on there. So oh, maybe, I might have to I might have Maybe to look that, into though. that and see what happens there. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, Jedi Fallen Order was a fantastic game. It's really difficult to, to not have a game to play with all of these uh, services like PlayStation Plus and the Game Pass and EA. And it's just, if you yeah, want to exactly, game, right? Like, there's just so many options, which, which, which is fantastic for gamers, regardless of what mm-hmm. console you're playing on. Yeah, um, it makes it just easy to pick up and play any game you I, want without having to go, I, especially right I, now. Yeah, exactly. I know we're about to end this thing, but I do want to give a shout out, and I know it's not an Xbox or PlayStation game, but to Breath of the Wild for the Switch. Um, <laughs> that game that, that game literally brought me back to, to gaming. I was kind of out of it for a little bit just because I was so busy with work and was focused more on my career and whatnot. But then I got, I got the Switch and played through Breath of the Wild, and I was hooked. Like that, that game made me realize how much I actually enjoyed gaming and kind of brought me back into the into the like the, the gaming gaming universe a bit. Like I like I was always in it, but I never really had time to sit down and play. So I was kind of more out of it than in it. Since I played Breath of the Wild, I've just been hooked, and like, I need to, like so that game that game has a special place in my heart just because of what it did to me and brought me back to the gaming community. So mm-hmm. um, that's always a good feeling so, too when you've been at it for a little bit and then something. In, it pulls you back. I mean, I don't think any gamer is really out of being a gamer. They're just waiting for that next game to come on, kind of appeal to them and suck them back into the world. Yeah, so I think that's what happened with Zelda. I think it was that the market was just getting too saturated with all these battle royales and first-person shooters, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I, I don't want to play any of these. So then Zelda came out, and I was like, all right, this is something new. Um, the game that looks fantastic on the Switch, and uh, got, got me in, and I was hooked by it right back in, and ever since then, I've kind of just been sticking around, so... I, I, I do owe I do owe a lot to that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so now I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, just because yeah. I have to go to work in about twenty minutes, but uh, we do appreciate everyone listening. And uh, obviously, this is our first podcast, so expect it to get a bit better with you know recording. And it, we should have a webcam soon and all that stuff. Um, we we are also looking for a name. Like Jesse mentioned at the start of the podcast, this is still an unnamed podcast. Um, we we can't seem to find a name. So if anybody wants to wants to uh, shoot us a name, feel free. You can post it on Twitter or whatever, um, wherever we're going to post this and go from there. But uh, we do appreciate you guys listening. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, Al, for indulging me in the conversation for the past, I was about an hour now. And yeah, it's definitely been worries. good to kind of vent out some thoughts and feelings I've had towards last gen and current gen. And like he said, uh, we will be planning a second recording uh, shortly. Um, hopefully we do have a name 
uh, by that second episode as well. So I guess yeah, we're gonna try to make it like a weekly thing. So we'll see. We'll hopefully next week we'll have the second one up. But obviously, you know, schedules and we go we'll work that all out. But uh, yeah, it was, it's been great. It's been great to just you know talk about video games and kind of explain our feelings without kind of worrying about <laughs> the internet backlash at this point in time. So um, it's been yeah. been a good time. It's been a good time. Yeah, right. Well, thank you for listening and take care.